What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire the AJ Rose Show. My name is AJ Rose. We've been on hiatus for almost a week, but we're back to talk about the upcoming 2016-2017 NBA season. We're going to have this preview broke down into at least two podcasts, perhaps three, and my partner in crime for these NBA preview podcasts, making his podcast debut, my boy DP, Dan Perez. How you doing, baby? Hey, man, let's get it. I'm pumped for the NBA season. I said, I told Dan, I said... I need to have you on for the NBA preview podcast because you know more about the NBA than pretty much anybody I know. You're a diehard Celtics fan just like I am. We will try our best to talk objectively about not only the Celtics, but each team <laughs> in the NBA as we break them down. I know that's hard to do because yeah. we, we we wear our green goggles every now and then and the Jalen Brown hype train is real. But today we're going to break down each of the 15 teams in the Eastern Conference and talk about... There are over-under win totals. We're going to look at maybe the biggest wild cards on their roster and just what we think the ceiling and floor is for a bunch of the different teams. Does that sound all good to you? Yeah, sounds great, man. Uh, real quick, do you want to tell the people, the podcast people, anything about about yourself and like as it relates to basketball? We know that Dan is, Dan is a sharpshooter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I follow a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. There's a sport I know the most about. It would be basketball. Um, to the point where you you want to work for an NBA team, yeah, so that that's would, the, that the dream would be the job. dream goal exactly. If I could get on any any team's roster as like part and of their business, side. We, we we're not saying they're active NBA no, roster, no, 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 no. Not roster, but like their uh, <laughs> front just office, like the front office. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the goal. And I hope that you do it someday. You applied to a job with the Minnesota Timberwolves, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I was trying to get on their uh, what was it? It was like a it was like an assistant. To the GM, <laughs> something like that. Be amazing. It, it was it was such a long shot, but but hey, the idea of working with Thibodeau was just like oh, I gotta go. For so it. he can just bark at you all day. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that exactly. horse voice of his. Just, oh, I, I wonder. Imagine. I wonder if Thibodeau comes in for like the first first preseason game and he's just got a totally normal. Voice. I would tear an ACL working for him. He's playing you too many minutes, Dan. <laughs> we will get to the Timberwolves a different town. Unfortunately, the Timberwolves are in the West. We're talking about the East. I'm going to try my best to go in alphabetical order. I have them written down in kind of a random order right now. But the first team, oh, nice. alphabetically, is a team that actually showed something interesting last night in their preseason game against the Cavs. The Atlanta Hawks. Peace up, A-Town down. The Atlanta Hawks are the first team we're going to talk about. I'm actually excited because their roster looks so different than it did a year ago. Yeah, they're over changes. they're they're over under win total and this is according to the Westgate Las Vegas Sportsbook is 43 and a half wins. Which is a re- and and Vegas is very good at doing this. 43 and a half is right around the number of wins that I think they're going to have. How did they do last Dan, year? last year I believe the Hawks won 48 games. They were tied with the Hornets, Celtics, and Heat. They all went 48 and 34. The Hawks ended up as the fourth seed, beat the Celtics in six games in the first round, and then were swept by the Cavs for the second year in a row in the Eastern Conference semifinals after getting swept by them in the conference finals the previous year. Dan, do you think the, the Hawks are going to win more or less than 43 and a half games? I know this is so tough. If you want, I can just read you off their roster because it's very strange. When I looked up their roster, I saw all the pictures of them, and just to not see Al Horford's face yeah, with the they Hawks, lost Jeff it's, Teague too. So yeah, I know that's Jeff. A Jeff. Jeff one. Teague's a member of the Pacers now. They're putting a lot of eggs in the Dennis Schroeder basket. Oh yeah. However, I and I I really don't want to get too carried away with the preseason, 
But Dwight Howard looked great last night against the Cavs in the preseason. And most telling, he caught a pass about, you know, on the the right block, uh, a little for about 10 feet from the hoop, reverse pivoted, and rather than doing his jab, he just jabbed and then banked a shot in off the glass. I can't remember the last time I saw Dwight Howard bank in a shot that's legitimately like more than five feet away from the basket. Yeah, true. So Uh, it got me really excited for Howard to have one last great year. I think he could do it. Uh, I mean, the question is if he can last 82 games, obviously. Health-wise. Yeah, but apparently he's been working on his jump shot a ton this offseason because, uh, I mean, I follow NBA players in general on Twitter Mm -hmm, and stuff, mm -hmm. and he's always putting up videos of him shooting now. And uh, that's kind of funny because, like, you see his, like, older big men as they get older, they just start to shoot more. They want to take those jumpers. They mm-hmm. don't want to post up on the block. If he can do a little bit of both, he'll be good. Mostly because I think Paul Millsap's a really good compliment to him. Paul Millsap is a G. We know he's, this. He's great. And, yeah, he's their captain for a he's, reason. He's made three straight All-Star games. Dropped 45 on the Celtics in the playoffs last he, year. Yeah, he killed us, man. Uh, it was tough to watch. But... I- that's a different team. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's a different team. And so that we're assuming that their starters are going to be what they're going to be: Dennis Schroeder, Kyle Korver, Baysmore, uh, Baysmore at the three, then Paul Millsap, then Dwight Howard. We're assuming those are going to be the five starters. They got a, a, a whole complement of competent role players off the bench. The guys who have been there the last couple of years: Mike Scott, Mike Muscala, aka Moose. They've got Tiago Splitter, who I think will actually do a really good job spelling Howard if if he can stay healthy. Splitter, yeah, it's always a question of health. They'll have a but healthy he, Tabo. But too. it's a and Tabo uh, is a really good backup too. So I think that they, to me, what I have and I had my predictions written down beforehand before we had this podcast. I have them going over forty three and a half. I think that's fair. They, I um, think they can win like forty five games. They have. A solid off the bench core, right? Like they picked. I think they drafted Torian Prince. Yes, from Baylor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They and picked him up. They got Jared Jack. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jared Jack's did. gonna gonna be uh, a very good backup point guard. We hope. Yeah, he should at this point in his career. Didn't didn't he, didn't he um get Jared Jack got injured last year? Did he not? Is that how his yeah, season he, ended? He, he tore his Achilles. He was on uh, or something. Brooklyn. The Nets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he yeah he got hurt. So let him go. Well, we hope we hope uh, he comes back healthy and does a good job as the backup. So we have over for the Atlanta Hawks, and we think that the combination of depth and their coach Mike Budenholzer, who's not ma- maybe not an elite one, but a good coach, no worse than a yeah. good coach. Yeah, exactly. He's a coach that probably gets them to the playoffs. You right. Know? So that's like that's what they get so, a coach for. So we're, <laughs> we're we're in agreement over on the Atlanta Hawks now. The next team alphabetically in the Eastern Conference, uh, they wear green and white. They are uh, the Boston Celtics. And the Celtics over under in the Westgate Las Vegas Sportsbook is 51 and a half wins, which, which is, is a, a ton. massive jump. It's a ton. Now, keep in mind, they won 48 games last year. Yeah, they were. So, winning four, can they win four more games than they did last year with the addition of Al Horford? I Yeah, Uh Without being a green team, like love the yeah, Celtics no, no, no. Just, guy, just, just, like, just taking a step back from the fandom. At, yeah, they. The answer is yes, yes, because if you look at it, Al Horford was the second biggest signing after Kevin Durant, like huge. And not only was he like the biggest person to add, but he fits what the team's trying to do so well. 
Like he, a versatile it's, five. It's unbelievable who can stretch how the well floor he matches. Yeah. And has always been a little underrated defensively. Just like the Celtics were a little underrated defensively last year. Mm-hmm. They were uh, a, a top-tier uh, defense in terms of defensive rating for much of last year, even though they didn't have solid rim protection. Well, he's a he's a smart player on defense. He mm-hmm. knows where to he knows where to be on defense, which is the biggest part. But he's a really good like help defender that mm-hmm. is very underrated. He was uh, a big shot blocker for the Hawks too, which doesn't go discussed. And, and very made much. and made a crapload of threes last year after like not making any threes the first eight years yeah, of his career, which, which is tantalizing. He's be encouraged too, if he can, Brad's if, all about the if big he can shooting. shoot league average percent, what like thirty five percent from three? Yeah, for a big, right? That's fair. It'd be excellent. He's great in the pick and pop. He's gonna open up the game for it. A lot because if you think about it, the pick and roll game with it is huge. Like, and this, we think the starters for the Celtics are going to be Isaiah Thomas, Al, Al Horford, Avery Bradley, Jay Crowder, and Amir Johnson. Those, yeah, it's those, be those Amir five guys. All right, uh, unless you stick Kelly in there, but I don't so, think so. And then uh, the bench squad is uh, Terry Rozier, the yeah. second year point guard, Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown, Brown, the rookie, backing yeah. up Jay Crowder, and then uh, Jarebko, Kelly Olynyk, whoever. So, yeah. th- and you'll a- probably see a lot of Jalen Brown at the four there. You, you were you were talking about Jalen like, Brown being a stretch four. Yeah, when when they go to their second unit, they're gonna. I think they're gonna try and play. I a ton am of small. So ball. sorry about that massive oh beep that just came <laughs> over this podcast audio. That is me. Not being professional, but you you got to continue. That will not happen again. Um, Jalen just playing the four. I think Brad wants to play small ball. Like that's just how it is with the core that we have. Like the team, we don't have that many bigs unless they do mm-hmm. some other move or something. And the NBA is trending downward tra- anyway. Yeah, exactly. And downward in terms of size, they match up with a lot of teams really well when it comes to small ball, including think, the Warriors. Yeah, which is why we beat them at one point in right? in Golden State so, on April Fool's Day. I remember it well uh, without Jay Crowder. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really look forward to a healthy Jay Crowder is probably the most indispensable was the most indispensable Celtic last year. He just did more things for them, and yeah. they're gonna they're gonna miss Evan Turner, but uh, who, who signed with the Blazers? We're but, hoping that Smart and like Rozier right. and Jalen all fill that void like somehow mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, we lost Sullinger and we lost Turner, but they were two of our worst shooters. So so we. In short, we like the over for the Celtics on fifty-one and a half. I yeah. like I like them at right around somewhere between fifty-four and fifty-six wins. Uh, I I was yeah I actually said I was talking to my friend. I said fifty-five. I think fifty-five is is a ton of wins. The that would be right or, either the number two or three seed in the East. Oh yeah, right up there with Toronto. But we will get to Toronto in a little later in this podcast. As much as now, me and you could do a whole Celtic centric pod. We know this, but we have to keep going. I have to keep the ball rolling yeah, here. And the third it. team that we're doing in the East is a team that's very related to the Celtics, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, who have undoubtedly the worst roster in the league, talent wise. And their over under is twenty and a half. You have to go under there, and you have to go just, under. They're just so bad, especially when you think like the other teams that are at the cellar dwellers in, in the, the East. NBA, yeah, east, west, whatever. They are definitely a little better. As in, like, the Nets are, uh, are worse. They are a tier yeah, below all these teams. The Lakers picked up somebody. Right, the Lakers are going to be better because the they don't have Byron Scott as their coach anymore. The 76ers, even without Ben Simmons for three months, we think that they're uh, Joel Embiid. They got Dario, Saric. Dario Saric. 
which yeah. is a huge addition for them. I think he's going to be pretty good this and, year. And Brooklyn, uh, Sean Marks is their new GM, yes, who came in and uh, yeah. tried to talk. the Spurs? I, I, I'm forgetting where Sean Marks came from, but I believe he's in the Popovich tree, yeah. Yeah, he's somewhere and he, there. he signed Jeremy Lin, who's going to be their starting point guard, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, great for our good friend Tien is a huge Jeremy Lin fan, and Jeremy Lin will get a bunch of, he might average like 18 points a game this year and yeah, ball sure. out, but that doesn't equate to wins in the NBA, unfortunately. I, I still like Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I still like Brooke Lopez, although I think they're going to trade Brooke Lopez, which is another uh, yeah, reason why totally this under is going to hit. Yep. And they lost Thaddeus Young. Right. Um, they lost Jarrett Jack. Right. They lost a lot of people. And uh, Jeremy Lin is going to be depended on more, more than, than he yeah, should be. Yes. He, we like Jeremy Lin, just not as a guy yeah, being he's a, your he's a starting sort of point guard player, for like, 35 minutes a exactly. game. Exactly. He'll get you some buckets here and right. there, but he's not like that guy that you're going to use as a floor general 82 games a season. I just don't. It, it goes to show that I actually can't remember. Is Lionel Hollins still the head coach or did they hire a new head coach? Uh, That's I bad. I think they got rid of him. He works for like NBA TV now, I think. So let's, you know what we're going to do? I need to get the darn uh, Nets up, roster uh, up. Who do they have? Bo- Bogdanovich. Oh, uh, you mean uh, Marjan Boban? Oh, no, no, yeah. No, Bojan Bo- Bogdanovich. Bogdan. Yeah, and they got Anthony Bennett. Uh, Shouts to Anthony Bennett staying in the league. Yes, coming, going away, <laughs> coming back. He's still around. Uh, who else they got? I, I the body of the, the, the fact, the fact that the fact that we're grasping at straws trying to name members of their roster is why they're going to go under. Yeah, of course. I, I they, just, they, they, they have no, and they have no first round draft picks because their next two first round picks go to the Celtics. Yep, and. They're going to deliver the Celtics. Uh, well, we have the right a, a, a to swap top. this year. But right. You're, you're, yes, yes, yes. We have the right to swap this year, and then their pick straight yeah. up. If we're talking about 55 wins and versus under 23 and a half. There you go. Under 20 like, and a half. Oh, 20 and a half. Even uh, worse. I, I like them right around 17. 17 uh, wins. I would, I'd be surprised go, if they get 17 You think wins. they're going to go lower, like yeah, 14? I, I think like 12. Yeah, I'd say anywhere between like 13 to 15 wins, maybe. Wow. It's going to be a brutal season for Brooklyn. It, yeah, absolutely. And GZ. Who doesn't even? He's not even part. He, he's, he's, like, not, he's not 1% owner of them anymore. Oh, really? He but it'll still be brutal because <laughs> yeah. he's from Brooklyn. It's going to be, be tough for that team. They so, Greaves Vasquez. So, we, so we're in agreement completely about the first three teams. Uh, so the Nets go under. Next is a team that we may disagree about the Charlotte Hornets, mm. who look way different than they did last year because yeah. their over under is 39.5. They made the playoffs at 48 and 34 last year, lost in the first round of the Miami Heat. In seven games, uh, and had that purple-shirted fan talking trash to Dwayne Wade oh, in yeah. Game Six yep. in Charlotte when they had a chance to close out the series. Great Wade times. hit a couple of three-pointers, which is like essentially, uh, uh, you know, impossible for Dwayne Wade to hit two three-pointers in one quarter. But it happens because this idiot talked trash to him in Charlotte. Hey, anyway, that's what happens when you push a superstar, though? You they know. they re-signed Nicholas Batum. They re-signed Marvin Williams. They do not have Courtney Lee. They do not have Al Jefferson. Uh, they, Jeremy Lin. <laughs> they do not have Jeremy Lin coming off their bench anymore. They did sign Roy Hibbert, which is not good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think they picked up Bellinelli too. I believe they do. Uh, I believe they do have Marco Bellinelli. Yes, he's on there. So, I mean, they picked up a couple guys. Ramon Sessions. So uh, we don't think they're going to win forty-eight games again. But that's not the question. The question is thirty-nine and a half. I still like them going right around five hundred, like I... forty-one and forty-one. Don't I, agree. I have them I over. Good. I'm glad we disagree. Here. 
Um, I mean, their starting center is going to be what Roy Hibbert or Frank Kaminsky, like either what? of which are not going to be very. And, good. And, I, and I like Kaminsky, just maybe um, not as a starter quite yet. Plus, Kemba Walker played really good basketball. Last he, year. We, he that might have been his best. Se- out that might, so, he might have scratched his ceiling there. I don't think he's going to be able to carry them the same way. Because people are going to be more prepared for it's, that. It's also, it's, it's also uh, it has to be said that Batum and Marvin Williams balled out last year partially because of they were contract years. Oh, yeah. And now that they have fresh contracts, they may not be this, as, you as lethal as they were. You always have that contract year boost in right. stats. And, I mean, granted, uh, yeah. Um, and, and so, and so <laughs> I, I, I like they have, and I like Kid Gilchrist and Kaminsky and... Uh, a, a handful of the guys on that team. But Tuma's good. I also mean, he's a guy super solid, but he I don't think he can like him and him and Kemba can't be that one two punch, I don't think. Right. So you like the under there and I like I the over. I love the under there. I think the competency, I think the East is not as improved as we think it is and they're going to be able to collect some wins against some of the lesser teams in the East. There might be a couple teams that leap them. And know. no, there will be a couple teams that leap them. I think they're going to go f- like 41 and 41, which is over 39 and a half. Yeah. So I'm glad we disagree. We're going <laughs> to yeah. I'm no, I'm, we, yeah, I'm glad one. we got to disagree on some people. Next, this is a very divisive one. The Chicago Bulls. Ah. Uh. Who yeah. are so different looking than they were the pre the last year because they no longer have Pau Gasol. They signed Rajon Rondo and Dwayne Wade, guys who really like disliked each other when they were on the Heat and Celtics respectively. Wade injured Rondo. He pulled him down and hyperextended his elbow in the 2011 conference semifinals. One of the dirtiest plays. And if 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 you're if you're uh, you know, three-headed monster of a team is Rondo, Wade, and Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's like an average shooter when he's yeah, on. He... And Wade and Rondo are not good shooters. So I don't know how in today's NBA where shooting is at a higher premium than it's ever been where those three guys can be your big three. I don't get I it. I mean, you're kind of hoping that Rondo does some sort of thing where he gets people open to get them good there's, looks, there's, but even still, yeah, they're not going to be a good shooting team. There's there's no just, skepticism as to the IQ of those guys. They're all yeah. super intelligent basketball players, but you can't... Intelligence doesn't mean you're a good shooter. I think it's... Yeah, it's going to be tough. Rondo's also clashed with every head coach he's ever had, and I remain highly skeptical of Fred Hoiberg as a head coach. Agreed. Because, yeah, like, and I, I, I like Taj Gibson. I like Miritich. They don't. They don't have Gasol anymore. You might have a point where Wade tries to like calm down Rondo or something, and Rondo just doesn't. Right, want and to that just blows it, up. Yeah, I, I totally see. The, I think they might have the year from hell. I really do. They also have eleven out of eighteen people on their team that are guards. That's that's too many. <laughs> <laughs> that is way too many guards. Even, I, and like, I know that the NBA is is trending downward, but like, it doesn't mean you have to have that many guards. In fact, you need like hybrid forwards more yeah, than ever. And they they have like. Okay, bigs, but not great bigs. I mean, Miritich is good. Bobby Portis is good. That'll probably be their. I like. Starting, I like Bobby Portis. Starting big combo. I mean, Taj off the bench, but he doesn't stay that healthy usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Lopez is a solid pickup for them. Yo, they got him in the Derrick Rose trade. Yeah. 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 Um, but aside from that, uh, they don't really have anybody like 
Dougie Buckets is gonna. Go I guess. Off, like, I guess. Uh, and the, the problem is they sacrifice too much defensively when you're playing Miritich and Doug McDermott and etc. Because you, but you need them out there shooting wise for the spacing. So I don't know what they're gonna. Yeah, I, know, I have no idea. I don't know they're how they're do. gonna find the middle ground where they have enough shooting just and defense. Pound it down so, the throat of the other team. Right. Like, so just just try and I have win. No idea. Like I go the old Thibodeau route and try and win games like ninety to eighty eight. <laughs> I, I I don't get it. It just seems like they're gonna have a. So team their over under is thirty eight and a half, and I like the under. Yes, definitely. The on, I think they're going to win like 33, 34 uh, games. Yeah, something around that. They might They might lose They might go even more. further than that? Yeah. We'll see. Just because they don't have the shooting. And look, I hope I'm wrong. I love watching Rondo, Wade, and Butler as individuals sometimes. I really don't like watching Rondo when he's just trying to pad his stats <laughs> assist-wise like he was in Sacramento. But I like watching them when they're at their best. So I hope that they coalesce, but I don't see it happening. So we like the under for the Chicago Bulls. The next team... Is the de facto the, the the defending champions, Cleveland Cavaliers? Their over under is fifty six and a half, uh. which is super interesting because we're not like they are clearly the overwhelming favorites in the East and should be, you know, I I would be flabbergasted if they stayed healthy and didn't get back to the finals. But we'll get to those yeah. predictions later. But for the regular season, do I, they can they win more than fifty? 56 I games. might consider that under. It's kind of crazy because, like, we just talked about the Celtics around, like, 52, 53, 54 wins. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to a couple games in the East between, like, the Celtics and them or something. Yeah, just if it comes down to the last I mean, 10 games or so. They lost J.R. Smith, which is a huge hit to them. They haven't signed him yet. Right. He's, he's still I, a free agent. I still think J.R. Smith is going to um, be a Cleveland Cavalier when the season he, starts. Yeah, if he doesn't get picked up by anyone. They, they, sure. they have, they, him and the front office have to come to terms. It's just... Uh, when, other when than that, I have no idea who their shooting guard is. That's a good uh, point. They lost Delhi. Yep, Delhi signed lost, with the Bucks. Uh, they lost someone else, too, I think. You think? And they're bigs. Oh, yeah, they lost... They, uh, they signed Birdman. They, they lost, what's his name, to the Lakers. Uh, the big man that signed for huge money. Oh, Timofey. Yeah. Well, that's not a huge loss. I mean, he was a he good was, big for them. Now, what, he, they have he's the most Fry and Kevin Love? Right, which are more spread-the-floor guys, and they just have... Uh, they, they rim-protect without Mozgov. Okay. They, yeah, they rim-protect in other ways. Tristan Thompson. They still have Shumpert. But, like... And they James still have Jones, Dante Jones, Richard Jefferson. That's, right. They signed Birdman. They're, they're, they're also like a Kyrie Irving or Kevin Love injury away from like not being that. Right, and I think they're going to lean more heavily on those two guys, and LeBron's going to dial it back. Cause yeah, the last couple we were years, talking about this. The so, other day. so the last couple of years, LeBron's been in fourth gear instead of fifth gear in the regular season. He's been, you know, casually the best player in the world. You know, where the reason, the reason, even though he's the best player in the world, other guys have won MVP the last couple of years because he can't afford. Not, yeah. He can't afford to be in fifth gear. Because he knows that he needs to be yeah, in fifth gear for the can't playoffs. Can't afford the playoff cramps. Absolutely, absolutely not. So <laughs> I, so I, I went to a game between the Celtics and Cavs last December where I got to see third gear LeBron, and third gear LeBron is kind of incredible because watching a dude be that casually great is just <laughs> it, just shocking. Yeah. He's he's because he's, he's in third gear, but he makes it look like he's, yeah he's, yeah know, he's, he's still like, the best player on every floor. I guess he steps I'll on. get a point here. Right, like, I guess I'll make this pass. And like, I think yeah. he's gonna I think he's gonna tell Kyrie and Kevin this is this is your chance your to to, to, to like, emphasize to... your leadership roles on this team. Kyrie, I think you can lead the NBA in scoring. Kev, I think you can average a double double again. I think you can average twenty and ten. 
if you got if if they stay yeah, healthy. Yeah. The problem is Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving are not uh, pictures of health and durability over the course of their career. So that is really what is going to get them to over fifty six and a half or not. I wrote on here my my prediction was I wrote under. 56 and a half uh, for the Cavs. See, that's what I like too. So, that's funny. I don't want to agree with you. I I I but... I, I also might not agree with myself there because I, I uh, think if it comes down to it and the Cavs need to win 57 or 58 games to get the 1 seed, oh, LeBron will totally kick it up for right. those games that he needs to get there. But you also have the possibility of them like resting guys at the end of the yep. season cuz they don't have that rotation. They, that they also they also don't care if they need to go to travel to Boston or travel to Toronto or wherever, they'll gonna, win yeah. anywhere. As like a two seed, they're not going to yeah. care. That, that happened with the Pacers a couple years ago when LeBron was on the Heat. The Pacers got the one seed. It happened two years ago with the Cavs. The Hawks got the one seed. The Cavs didn't really care. Yeah, that's true. That's and, true. And, 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 and it didn't matter at all. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, LeBron knows LeBron's, if he has to turn it on, he'll turn it on. Right. Kyrie Irving obviously has the ability to ball out as we saw mm-hmm. in the finals when he was going Outplayed off. Steph Curry. Yeah, so. So all right, so you know what we're gonna stick with it. I'm sticking with the under fifty six and a half. But good, there's but, a good one. but there's no doubt as to them being yeah, the best team. That's in the a East. very 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 close call there. That's a tough one. So the next one is a team that is in, in another state of transition because they lost their the best player in the history of their franchise. The Miami Heat are at thirty six and a half. Mm. And I wrote that I think that they're gonna go under thirty six and a half. And in fact that may have changed uh in with some of the Chris Bosh stuff that's been going on, because uh, I don't know if Chris Bosh will ever play in the NBA again, which is a bummer because he's a future Hall of Famer, but and and still really good and like made the All Star team last year before he had the blood clots happen again. But they don't have Dwayne Wade anymore. They're going to lean on the uh, the second year guys, uh, Justice Winslow, Josh Richardson. They're going to lean on Hassan Whiteside a ton, who probably feels pretty deserted. Yeah, um, yeah. I was- tough because he signed before D-Wade yes left, he signed right? before yeah. D-Wade but I mean that was also part of it and like right so and they still have Spo who's a very good head coach Eric Spolstra even I though think, my friend yeah. Gabo says he looks like a chipmunk which he cracks does. me up he does look like a chipmunk <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great point <laughs> And uh, I, I, I also think that uh, no amount of, of young guys and a good head coach is going to get you over 36.5 wins if your talent just doesn't match up. And when I think that they're just on paper, they're like the 11th best team in the East. And I, I think they go under. I think they go under 36.5. Uh, I think uh, that's a tough one. I could see it going over that, though. But like very, very big, like slight, like... If it's 36 and a half, they might get 37 wins, but they have no bigs. And I mean, like it I like really I, lo- I love Goran I love Goran Dragic. He was second team all NBA a couple yeah, years ago with he, Phoenix and if, if they're going to get if they're going to get the over, it's because he's second team all NBA level again. Is because he at the end of last season, you saw him starting to get yes. more comfortable on that team. If they just do and him and Whiteside pick and roll just all day. Yeah, maybe toss in a little bit of Justice Winslow on right. the side. Uh like, so so we'll, they picked up we'll waiters. See. They picked up waiters, don't, yeah, you know, uh, which yeah, is like, uh, mm-hmm, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, they picked up waiters. <laughs> but he could be a good scoring punch for them off the bench if yeah. they don't start him. And he showed uh, the ability in that Warrior series to to play defense with with some inspired yeah, effort. Derek so, Williams, who has kind of like floated around, former that number game. two pick, Derek Williams. I mean, Spolstra could. We'll see. Un- I still like some potential. There. I who still knows? like the under there, under thirty six and a half for the Heat. Next, we are going with the Milwaukee Bucks. 
under, uh, sorry, I have them under 39 and a half. The Milwaukee Bucks at 39 and a half with the the Milwaukee wingspan length Bucks <laughs> who drafted Thon Maker to go along with all the other long ass well, dudes on that team. Good for them. I, I, I'm super skeptical about Thon Maker. And uh, I, I don't love Jason Kidd as a head coach. I don't hate him. I think that uh, they. Are are always going to be better on paper than they are in real life because of you just look at you look at oh they got Giannis and they got Chris Middleton Jabari Parker Thon is MCW still the starting point guard for them no uh, isn't yeah, it, are they going to play Giannis Giannis at point guard last year was this miraculous uh, statistical thing that happened where every time he was a point guard they just obliterated people and yeah. maybe I, I don't know if I don't think he could be the full time starting guard but maybe he splits duties with MCW or something. And yeah, I, some sort of point forward yeah, type. And Giannis has always been more hyped than he has been an actual good player. If they're going to go over 39, this is the year he has to become an all-star. There's a few th- like, I kind of like the over there just because they have a few factors that could get them there. Like Jabari coming back is going to be a huge factor. We, we, he, Whether he he's plays a, well or He's he a dude doesn't. who can get you a bucket. Yeah, uh, they picked up Beasley, which is like, yeah, it's a good addition. They picked up Del Vadova. So they have some people off the bench. Chris Middleton being injured for what is it like six weeks or whatever? Yeah, yep. Could like be a huge blow to them in terms of in terms really in good. terms of the over under. Like yeah, not yeah, not yeah. the yeah. so uh, again. Yeah. You're you gonna go over with them? I'll take the over. There. All right. So we I'll disagree. Like I I like under thirty nine and a half. I forgot that we missed a team uh, and when we're the going Detroit down we, we we missed the Pistons because I uh, again have these teams written out of order so the Pistons <laughs> are at 45 and a half and I have to change this because mm-hmm. I have it written that I like the over there at 45 and a half but in light of Reggie Jackson being out for six to eight weeks with uh, a couple of different injuries oh, I didn't know uh, Reggie Jackson being shelved for six to eight weeks takes me under that so I'm going under for the Detroit Pistons, under 45 and a half. I think they win 43 or 44 games. Maybe even right at 45, but not more than that. That's a tough one. Yeah, with no... No Reggie Jackson Reggie for like Jackson. the first month and a half of the year. Uh, I can't do it. Who do they have? Ish Smith is a backup? Who's, you know... Pe- people, he's a garbage time darling. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it depends on a few guys. I mean, Drummond, if he can make another step this year, would be kind of scary. I don't know. What uh, what, what does another step mean, though, for, like, for so him? What, what, would that, what would that be? Last year? Uh, he was, he, I don't know. Let's say he... Okay, no, no, no. You know what he can just make, make half couple, his free throws? Yeah, yeah. A couple more free throws a game <laughs> could be the difference, but who knows? I don't know who the guy is that would, that would have to take a leap. Because although Conte I do... Davis Caldwell Pope. KCP. I think that Harris being there would help. will help if he has a whole training camp and preseason uh, to gel with the team. And to, I, I like Stan Van Gundy as a head coach. Who is it? Oh, Tobias Harris. Yeah. Yeah. They also have one of the uh, Morris brothers, right? I believe they have Marcus. They picked Marcus. up Boban. Yeah, Marjanovic. Uh, <laughs> the, who is Stanley the biggest, Johnson could also the biggest, have Oh, that's okay, that's year. the guy. That's the guy. So, he's he's Stanley one of those Johnson. guys that like, you know, he I kind of like Stanley Johnson and like he was talking some smack to LeBron. It was it was really here. they 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 play they balled out against but the Cavs. But he was even playing well, swept. so yeah, yeah, even though he was talking like, "What are you doing talking to LeBron's?" You know, in the but first that's round encouraging. Like that. It's kind of cool. But yeah, it's encouraging. It's I, like, I like not to smart, see that but it's encouraging. He was playing well, so like he was showing some a little bit of a confidence level there, which I like. Um, they got a little bit of shooting with Benajay this year because they just drafted him. 
So uh, I kind of like the over there still. You I like mean, the over. All right, good. Without I'm, I'm, Reggie Jackson, Ish Smith might be able to hold it down for the six to eight weeks that mm-hmm. it is, along with the supporting cast that they have. Um, I don't know I if think they... Tobias Harris, KCP, Drummond, they all they all contribute there we, we, well. We will see. I'm glad we disagree about that. So I've got them under 45 and a half. So the next team we're talking about in the Eastern Conference is the Orlando Magic, who had one of the most tumultuous off-seasons of any NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> they hi, they they have uh, their new head coach is Frank Vogel. They signed Biz- Oh really? Yes. Huh. They signed Bismack Biombo. They oh, traded wow. for Serge Ibaka. They signed Jeff Green. Jody Meeks. Yeah, Jody I didn't even what? I forgot that Jody Meeks is on that team. They still have Vucevic amazingly because yeah, so I feel like they've been trying to trade him for 3 they, years. They, it also means that they have a glut of big guys because you can't possibly play Aaron Gordon Ibaka Vucevic and Biombo. Bismack Biombo, so a couple hey, a, a couple of those guys are going to have Flip to sit. Flip the league on its head. Put yeah, some yeah, ball. yeah. No way. El- Alfred Payton still can't shoot and still has the worst <laughs> hair in the entire NBA. <laughs> he might be one of the worst starting guards in them. And Frank Vogel's a much better head coach than uh, oh, yes. whoever they had. I fr- uh, Scott Skiles. I like Frank Vogel a lot. Yeah, especially Vo- like Vogel's when, a good coach. That and and. Putting putting uh, Ibaka and Biombo and guys who whose main talent is defense there is going to help. I hope that he plays Aaron Gordon at the four, not the three. Aaron Gordon is not a small forward. Yeah, He's a power I would forward. agree. I think we've gotten to the point where like, we like, know that Aaron Gordon's Aaron not a Gordon. Three Aaron Gordon's a four. Like yeah, it's just he's a uh, he's a little bit more. I guess versatile of a. Uh, now the over under for the Orlando Magic is thirty six and a half. And I think a lot of people are pessimistic just because they have so many big guys and because they traded Oladipo and uh, Donatus Sabonis and Ilyasova for Ibaka, which was uh, a lot to give up for a guy in a contract year. But that being said, Ibaka is in a contract year. He is going to ball out. And he's not going to be confined to the role that he had on OKC. He's going to get back to doing what he did best. I think he'll have one of the better years of his career. And, again, I can't stress that Coaching does matter in the NBA, and when you have you go from a mediocre coach to a good one, it will show in the win column. Yeah. So I like them at the over on thirty six and a half. I would agree. Ah, uh, so so tough. I I think they're the uh, prime example of mediocrity in the East. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Which which is kind of sad because like I feel like they don't really know what they want to do. What's their future like? Well, from the moment they traded Dwight Howard, they have tried to be bad and tried to sort of go the Philly route without going the Philly route, right? Yeah, I mean they full... traded Tobias Harris for like right, the, now that. Is, that, was, that is the most head scratching move that they've made. Yes, I that would is agree. totally. He was, he was decent. I, for I have, them. I have no good. idea why you would trade that dude and then pay all the guys that they paid. Uh, there are two guys on that team that I like that I think will be the is, biggest guys to contribute to their over. Is 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 one is one of those guys the guy they paid Evan Fournier? Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty good. I like the Fournier. Frenchman's got a shot. Man. I don't, I don't can, love him, but I like him. Yeah, uh, and I love Hisonia, dude. Oh Mario, yeah! Great. I love him. He's like, he's he has a really good skill set. He obviously needs to mature a bit. Great he's name, wicked young. Yeah, great name. I love Hizonia. the name Mario Hazonia. Anyway, uh, but he also, I feel like he wants to try and take over as like one of the bad guys in the NBA. 
but like he's a gotta, villainous dude. Yeah, but he has to have the game to back it up, and I he think, has to have like a national television game where he has like a vicious dunk on somebody. Yeah, or exactly. He has to like he goes off for like some forty something points. If he like yammed crazy. it on Draymond Green's head or something, then, yeah, it yeah, starts talking trash to him, and then all of a sudden like drops like There's, say thirty seven or something. Because Orlando hasn't made a blip on the national NBA like radar, radar. since Dwight Howard left, so. We'll see. Again, I like. Uh, we both like the over for the Orlando Magic, which uh, maybe which is going to be a close a lo- one. It's a lukewarm, that's gonna be, lukewarm that's take. Be a close one. Yeah. Uh, a, a, an interesting one. The uh, Philadelphia 76ers, and this number, which uh, I put these numbers in a while ago, this number is definitely has changed. Gone down, yeah. Has to have gone down. In fact, I, I'll, I'm going to have Dan look this up uh, according to the Westgate. Las Vegas Westgate Sportsbook, because right, what I have written down here is the Philadelphia 76ers over-under at 27.5, but that was before Ben Simmons, we realized that he was out for three months, and to me, I think he's not going to play at all. I don't think you Ben... You think they just... I, I, do, I, I do not think Ben Simmons is going to play this year. I do uh, not. Let's see here, Westgate... 21.5. 21.5. See, that is, that, a is much, that is a much tougher call. Uh, I might take the over there, and, so. and, and I think I might take the over. Because, yeah, uh, because uh, basketball Jesus Joel Embiid is finally playing, and it's uh, he still looks really raw, and he still looks really effing athletic. <laughs> yeah, he he was hitting a couple threes in a game the he other day. He stroked one against like, the Celtics. Uh, yeah, I mean, not that you know you're not going to put Embiid out there to shoot threes. Right, that's not going to happen. But. If he shows the ability to space the floor a bit, that changes something. He has always been a top-tier uh, NBA player when it comes I to Twitter. I really <laughs> like Saric. I have been saying it for a while. I've been telling and a lot of people. And the fact that like, Simmons I is hurt he, is going to get uh, him a chance to handle the ball oh, a little yeah. bit more. He, he is the real deal in my book, man. I think Saric is going to be great for that team. And I, he might actually like mess up their... Uh, Chances at like some picks, they might drop a few spots because of that guy, man. Well, I mean, do they do they need another? I mean, I like Luau. I don't think they need another. Either, I like, but I still I still think they got to trade Nerlens or Jaleel. Yeah, uh, send them to Boston. We would love Nerlens. Hey, I, I, I would like Nerlens. I would not like Okafor, but that's I don't sweet. want Okafor either. Uh, Plus, he had some trouble while he was here after like one of their wins. Uh, yeah, dude, stuff. he like, punched a dude in the face. Yeah, get him, get him out of here. Nope. Anyway, uh, so we I, we like the over. On the Sixers, are we? Did we just both say that that they, yeah, we like them to win more than twenty one and a half amazing. games? Twenty one and a half. Who so are can their they win twenty? I mean, they signed Jared Bayless. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> they have uh, T.J. McConnell, who just is allergic to shooting for whatever he reason. Is he just a avoids. Pretty good passer. He, he, but he, he just crazy. avoid. He just avoids shooting. If he has I don't, to shoot, I don't understand. Does, I don't, I don't understand. Bayless. Yeah, they have Nick, 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 Nick Stauskas. Oh, screw Stauskas. Yeah. He's going to be out of the league after this Sergio year. They signed, no, they, signed, they signed Gerald Henderson. So they, they have, like, Bayless and Henderson are not going to wow you or anything, but that is some sort of stability in a, a position where, you know, they've been playing Isaiah Cannon the last couple of years. Yeah. So I I think that they can get to over 21 and a half. I know Cannon very well. He kills the Celtics when he plays. And he's that. such a scrub. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe Isaiah Cannon got uh, that much airtime in this podcast. The Indiana Pacers, 43 and a half. Gotta love the over there. They, I think they have one of the best off-seasons out of the team. I think that, that they, they uh, Thad Young, Jeff Teague, swapping George Hill for Jeff Teague, which to me is is a, a, a lateral move. I think that the Jeff Teague and George Hill are equal players for different reasons. 
I they don't think one is better than shoot. the other. They both are. I think George. Jo- I think uh, George Hill is a fantastic defender and like sort of game manager point guard. I think Teague is a bit more of a wild card, especially defensively, and is a streaky shooter. But Wasn't he all star last year too? No, he was an all star two years ago when the Hawks won sixty games. Oh, okay. Uh, but. But I think he will him him Monte Ellis Paul George shouts to PG the second best player in the Eastern Conference. Ah, yeah, he's good, man. And uh, Miles, they're hoping Miles, they put a lot of eggs in the Miles Turner basket. Young Miles Which Turner is justified. I think. He's so, I think it good. is justified. Yeah, he's. he's well, a we really we good hope good that player, he stays man. healthy too. Forty three and a half. The the one area where I don't think people are are paying enough attention to is the fact that Nate McMillan is not a great head coach. And I think that's a downgrade from Frank Vogel. But I don't think he's going to, you know, make that a, a volcanic situation. I don't think he's going to lose the locker room Aren't or anything. are they a playoff team without uh, Paul George for a bit? They they uh, did all right without Paul George uh, when he was coming back from his injury. And like, but did he play a full season last season? Yeah, he was third team All-NBA. Uh, yeah. Paul George is Paul George is a monster. He could very and, easily uh, and, carry that team. And if they hadn't uh, blown that fourth quarter lead in Game Five against Toronto, they might have beaten Toronto last year. Yes, <laughs> yes. They I were up. Agree. I think they were up ninety to seventy-seven with like ten, uh, nine minutes left in that game in Toronto, and yeah. they just collapsed. Anyway, uh, I like the over forty-three and a half. Do you like the over? Forty-three and a half is a good number for them. I like them right around 45, 46 wins. I'll take the under there. You'll take uh, the under. They okay. have they have a good team, but uh, Al, like Al Jefferson Al Jefferson as, as as a backup big guy is going to come in and feast on some bench units. I can't okay. wait to watch Big Al go to work against backup. It depends bigs. on the play of a few guys. I mean, uh, Miles Turner is obviously the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Thaddeus Young can ball. Yes, he, that yes, guy gets, that's. But but no, buckets. he's divisive. Some 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 people don't really don't like Thad Young, and some people are irrationally in love with him. Uh, I'm so, I, I think he falls off this year with Paul George next to him. We'll see. It's going to be tough because Paul George is a guy that you probably want in the ball in his hands like eighty percent of the time on that team. But as long as it's knows? not Monte Ellis eighty percent of the time, as long as yeah, Monte Ellis doesn't do dribble want. too that much, that guy gets thirty three points off of thirty seven shots. <laughs> you do not want Monte Ellis. <laughs> All right, we've got three teams left, Dan. We've been going for forty minutes. You, wow. you say we're, we're we're rolling. We got three more teams: the New York Knicks, as super thir- team at thirty-eight. Yeah, the super the super New uh. York Knicks, thirty-eight and a half. The super not deep, like shallow <laughs> ass New York Knicks. That drop off once they get into yeah, their bench like is the so steep, man. So Kylo Quinn's probably their seventh man, right? Ugh. So they've got their starters are going to be Derrick Rose. And uh, am I just Courtney Lee? Courtney Lee, Carmelo Anthony, Kristaps Porzingis, and Joakim if he's and Joakim, which means that they're going to have to play Carmelo at the three, which is not his natural position. KP at the four, even though he's born to be a stretch five. And Joakim, you don't think Melo's a three? Interesting. I think Melo it plays his best at the four, especially mm-hmm. at this point in his career. But uh, yeah, at this point he's a little bit slower. And at this point where the NBA is, but uh, and KP also KP. Kristaps Porzingis is such. Uh, he he did a crossover yeah, against the we Celtics. Yeah, we were watching that game, and again. I lost my mind because I've ne- no guy that tall has ever done a crossover like that in the history of humankind. Wasn't he hit? He hit like three threes in a row, and or he something and he swapped point. three threes. Uh, it was against the Rockets uh, in the preseason. I love Porzingis. What's he uh, over under here? Thirty eight and a half. Mm. And uh, to me, 
it how many games combined do you think Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah are going to play this year? If you think they're going to cuz out of actually my out biggest of, point out for of, the under. Out of 164 games, uh you know, 82 plus 82, how many of those 164 games can they play? If they can play 130 out of those 164 games, they can get to the over. I was thinking they might play 82 games combined. <laughs> like, so there you go. So that's so we're going to disagree then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you'll take the you'll take, the, take under, the under there. and I'll take the over because I think those starters have... The, the roster to do it. I mean, Car- you might be lucky if Carmelo plays 82 games. I also I, I also think that uh, Brandon Jennings is going to be excellent for them as their backup point guard. He's their only guy off the bench. Playing him at the two next to Jennings, no thanks. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, and like... Three of the... Who had in the pool that all three Plumlee brothers would be in the NBA? It's crazy. Yeah, no, I didn't. Shouts. But, so you, li- so you like the under be- because of... Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah not being able to stay healthy. Uh, I think it's a combination between the health issues of their roster in general. Because uh-huh. Courtney Lee isn't exactly the most durable guy either. Nor is Carmelo. He had knee issues like two years ago. So I, I don't think they have the healthiest roster and they don't have the deepest one either. I, I, I give them the over because of that the those top six guys and because of Hornacek. I think Hornacek is a, a much, much better coach than Derek Fisher. So... So that's that logic. Yeah, I mean... I'm glad we disagree. Yeah, that is that is one that I will say strongly disagree. All right. The the second to last team we're going to talk about, the Toronto Raptors. Mm. Defending Eastern Conference finalists, Atlantic Division champs. Their over-under is 49 and a half. There is no they way won, to 50 they, games. They won 56 games last year. Nah. 56 games that is a ton they smashed their franchise record for wins they got to the to game six of the eastern conference finals even though they nearly lost in the first round of the pacers and then won a slugfest against miami in the second rounds uh they have two guys who have been all-stars two of the last three years in kyle lowry and demar Derozan. they've got damari carroll who should play more for them this year who fits right into where the nba is going in terms of shooting That's threes and playing ball. defense yeah who's athletic they still have Jonas Valanciunas. They do not have Bismack Biombo anymore. And they, you know, still have a good home crowd <laughs> that li- that'll line up outside. I I I think that they go under, slightly under. I think they win like 48 games or 49 games. Uh, and that's good enough for like the 3 seed in the East. Looking at their team, I kind of think they could get to the 51-50. Ah. Uh, Maybe you're not. right. You're, yeah, you're right there. I'm you're, like, you're, yeah. you're on the fence. You, I think this, they you get are on the fence right now. <laughs> you think they get exactly 49 and a half? They yeah, have a tie? They just lose yeah, yeah. a half game. Because <laughs> like they lost Biombo, but they picked up Sully. They have Valanciunas, who is still really good. Sully is, uh, they Sully up is such Poetl. a uh, Oh, Jakob Podol? Yeah, Podol. Yeah, Podol. Uh, Patrick Peterson is like, all right. They, they have the god Fred Van Fleet from Wichita State. Go Shockers. <laughs> Corey oh Joseph is a solid backup. No, Kojo Kojo was excellent for them um, last year. The biggest factor I think will probably be the play of DeRozan because he was in a contract year. Hey, and now so, he's signed. That's yeah, a, a good he point. Might good point. Fall off a bit there. And that was the that, I think that last year was the peak of them as a team. Yes. The, the, in terms in terms confirmed. of the, where DeRozan and Lowry were age-wise, talent-wise. I think that was the best year the two of them will have as a tandem in their career, and they got to about as good as far as they could get. They tied that series with the Cavs 2-2, mainly because the Cavs took a catnap in Toronto, and Biombo played out of his mind. 
And I don't think they'll get there again. I don't think they'll ever yeah, get I'll back take, to... I'll take this. the under there. Yeah. So we like the under 49.5 for the Raptors. And finally, the Washington Wizards at 42.5. Hmm. The Washington Wizards are the most nondescript team in the league for me. Also really, a very mediocre team. I really just don't care about the Wizards at all. Who do you think wins more, them or the Magic? Uh, the Wizards win more because hmm. John Wall is still John Wall. much better than everybody uh, on the Magic. Uh, and, and I like Scott Brooks as the new head coach there, as opposed I to Randy Whitman. I think... I don't love I don't there. love Scott Brooks. What is it? Forty two and a half. Forty two and a half. I'll take the over. It and again, this is depending on health, right? We talked about Joakim Noah and Derrick Rose on the Knicks. How yeah. many games is Bra- are Bradley Beal and John See, Wall going to play? I actually think John uh, John Wall will be fine. I think Bradley Beal might actually have a healthy season for once. So if he plays, if he plays sixty five plus games, I think they can hit the over on this. Yeah. So do you think he can play sixty five or more games? And I mean, keep it. They don't have Nene anymore. They still have Gortat, the Polish hammer. They, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of. I think Kelly several Oubre of those dudes. might step up. A bit. I, I, I mean, see, not, not a lot, but he'll be good off the bench. I, I like Otto Porter. I, um, I'm not a Otto big Porter, believer in yeah. Ubre or in them having like Andrew Nicholson, Jan Mahimi as as their backup big. They also or have a Morris. Trey, Bur- uh, Trey Burke. Markeef. Markeef's actually a huge wild card because he was so good in Phoenix for the, in that uh, just there was a stretch there. over losing his brother, and then he'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know why their mojo is just so zapped when they're on different teams. Anyway, I will take... Are you taking the over? I'll take the over there. And I have underwritten for 42.5, so mm. I will take the under. I think, yeah, I think... Uh, because because you if you're... a healthy season out of Bradley Beal. Which, for the duration of his career, is more likely not, not to, to happen. happen. Yeah. Well, this goes against what we were, we're saying in terms of contract stuff, too, because he got paid yes, he did. this offseason, and I think that might have a factor in it, because I don't know what he was making before he got absolutely paid, but uh, <laughs> it was in, not 20 in, in reference no. to Isaiah Thomas, they gave him a Brinks truck. Yeah. Uh, he like absolutely got paid this year for a guy that maybe plays 50 games on average a season. Yeah. Um, so... I'm taking the under. I think you're he tentatively has to play through some health you're, stuff. And you're, goes off. You're, you're tentatively taking the over, and that's it. That is that is our uh, every team in the Eastern Conference, man. Wow. This is the, yeah. Can you believe that? Uh, very quickly, this is this is something we're just gonna have to spitball. Some can you seedings? can you can you na- not seedings, but can you name the eight playoff teams off the top of your head? Uh, you can name Cleveland, the Cavaliers, Boston. the Celtics. Toronto, the Raptors, Indiana, the Pacers. Uh, I'll say Orlando. Wow. Okay, the Magic. Maybe that's five. Maybe like an A seed or something. Yep. Uh, who else am I thinking of here? Detroit. Detroit six. Uh, the Pistons. The Knicks. No. The Knicks will be a close nope. you, one. You, you you had the under for them, by the way. Yeah. Were, the Bucks. The Bulls, the Hornets. I think the Bucks and the Bulls. The Bucks and the Bulls in there. Those are Charlotte. Your eight. I. Don't think will become your, a playoff those team. Those are your again. eight playoff teams. Uh, I disagree with you. I think mm. that the eight playoff teams are going to be. You forgot the Hawks. The Hawks. Oh I think yeah, are yeah, be a yeah. The Hawks team. is definitely a playoff team. So, so I'll take back the Magic. On yeah, that one. thank you. <laughs> so to me, the eight playoff teams in the East are the Pistons, Hawks, Celtics, Cavs, Pacers, Knicks, Raptors. And the eighth team is just going to go straight up in the air. I'll, I'll give it to, tentatively to the Charlotte Washington? Hornets. The Charlotte mm-hmm. Hornets as the as the eighth as the eighth seed. I just don't see the Hornets. There, there, there. Those that. are the eight teams. 
And do you see any? Is there any scenario where the Cavs stay healthy and don't make the finals? Uh we would have to have one hell of a series. <laughs> I mean, who who else in the East though can like actually really, really challenge the Cavs in a playoff series? Nobody. If we have a healthy series against them, because I mean, if you look back at last playoff, our last playoff run. If we had Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk against the Hawks, do you think we could have beat them? No, I think the Hawks were better. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Hawks were better. I think, yeah, I think the Hawks. Hawks were, Paul Millsap played out of his mind. Even for though that it's weird to say this, even though the Hawks got swept by the Cavs each of the last two years, I think they were the second best team in the East both years. Hmm. Uh, anyway, I, I I think we have got to quickly. So you think the Cavs make the finals again? Right, uh, it's it's, yeah, it's just I, so I it's just I can't death taxes and LeBron yes. coming out of the East, right? Yeah, I think they can get there. However, if something happens, I've been saying it for that if a while someone tweaks now. an ankle, someone yeah, gets injured, anybody busts a knee or Tristan something, Thompson gets yeah, injured, if, that would be a huge one for them actually because he's a really good big rebounder. For All the right, team. but you, and you think got to be the Cavs you think the Celtics finals. are the like decidedly the second best team in the East. Yes, they are the challengers. Green goggles, baby. Yeah, go green. Got I love it. I love it. Well, who's the third? I don't know. Like, if you say top three, then Toronto who's the, is it Toronto? Toronto yes. Uh, I just don't know that they could do it again. All right. Well, that's our Eastern Conference preview, Dan. How do you, How did you like your first podcast? It was fun. This is cool. I would. I, I'm excited to do the West. Yeah, that's now. right. That's... We're gonna we're gonna do the freaking Western Conference, which is gonna be a shit show because after the Warriors, I I don't really know what's uh, gonna happen. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. And I we mean, and I, we'll we'll get some updated over unders. We'll try and do prep a little bit more so that we can conserve on time because this has been a long podcast. But Dan, thank you very much for coming on. Do you have any social media platforms? We can do a little housekeeping real quick where you are feel comfortable telling the podcast listeners to follow you on Twitter, on Snapchat. Uh, yeah, I guess Twitter like is the one that I, I would say. So what's your what's your stuff. what's your Twitter handle? D A P eight two zero. D A P eight twenty. DAP eight twenty. Yes. D A P eight twenty. I love it. At D A P eight twenty to follow Dan. I'm on Twitter at a Jeremy Rose. And we have a new Twitter account for this show at the AJ Rose Show. You can follow Fighting nice. Fire with Fire. There we go. You can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at SoundCloud.com slash Fighting Fire with Fire. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the AJ Rose Show. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Rate Write a review as long as it's a five star uh, rating and a nice review. Don't 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 create us three please stars. Please no one stars. Yeah, please, yeah, no, one please stars. no one stars. And I look forward to having Dan back, whether it's later this week or next week, for the Western Conference. Yeah, I'll, I'll have it a bit more together, too. Darn so. right. Dan, say bye to the people. Have a good one, guys. Later.